Good morning, City Church. I'm Trevor, and this is City Church Together for Friday, June 25th, 2021. We're going to be in Acts chapter 11 today. Acts chapter 11, starting in verse 19. It reads as follows. Now, those who had been scattered as a result of the persecution that started because of Stephen made their way as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch speaking the word to no one except Jews. But there were some of them, men from Cyprus and Cyrene, who came to Antioch and began speaking to the Greeks, also proclaiming the good news about the Lord Jesus. The Lord's hand was with them, and a large number who believed turned to the Lord. News about them reached the church in Jerusalem, and they sent out Barnabas to travel as far as Antioch. When he arrived and saw the grace of God, He was glad and encouraged all of them to remain true to the Lord with devoted hearts. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith, and large numbers of people were added to the Lord. Then he went to Tarsus to search for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year they met with the church and taught large numbers. The disciples were first called Christians at Antioch. And that is the word of the Lord from Acts chapter 11. A very encouraging passage. Um, Let me explain. So let's start by um, highlighting a verse. Let's start in, let's do verse 20. But there were some of them, men from Cyprus and Cyrene, who came to Antioch and began speaking to the Greeks, also proclaiming the good news about the Lord Jesus. All right. I actually recorded a podcast on Tuesday, and guys, it was phenomenal, incredible. It was from Acts chapter 10 that you read on Tuesday about Peter and Cornelius, and I had all this stuff. I basically summarized the whole Bible in 15 minutes. It was it honestly was like the centerpiece of my life. It would have been it, it was my magnus opus. Everything was downhill after that. And then Jacob told me he got the spinning wheel of death on his computer and it deleted. And I didn't have it in me to re-record that. So um, today you just kind of get the leftovers of that. I'm sorry. It would have changed your life. Would have changed your life. It changed mine. I'm here to tell you. Give testimony to. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm telling you that because this is, I want you to see the direction that Acts is going. And in Acts, back in Acts chapter 10, what happens with Cornelius is God kind of blows the door open to um, let the Gentiles in, if you will, or rather to let the Jews know that the Gentiles are in, that Jesus has made a way for all nations to come to him. And that continues here. But I want you to watch in verse 19 It says that, um, so Stephen, remember we read about Stephen in Acts chapter um, 7. So Stephen was killed. The church spread and people went out spreading the gospel. And in verse 19, it tells us that people went speaking to no one except Jews. Okay. Now this would have been the safe play. You understand what I'm saying? The 
to speak to Jews, there's no questions that have to be answered about, well, what are we going to do about the Greeks who aren't circumcised? Or what are we going to do about the Hellenist who um, uh, will eat meat sacrificed to idols? Or what are we going to do when our friends start talking about us hanging out with people who really do uh, and have participated in sort of gross um, pagan rituals? Um They go, I know what we can do. We can just share the gospel with people who are just like us, who people who are already readily accepted by our community, and then we don't have to answer any of those questions. Now, do those Jews need to hear about Jesus? Absolutely they do. Is it a good thing that these people who were spread out went to these Jews in Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch and share the gospel? It absolutely is. But what the scripture is showing us here when we get to verse 20 there there's a big but in verse 20 right um and in that big but in verse 20 it says but there were some of them men from cyprus and cyrene who came to antioch and began speaking to the greeks also proclaiming the same good news about the lord jesus christ so there are some of these guys who said had a heart for a calling to you know what we're willing to get into the issues. We're willing to face the ugliness. We're willing to face the risk of what our friends are going to say or what people are going to say or what the church back in Jerusalem is going to say about us. We're not going to take the easy way out. There was a calling to that from these men, and it it resulted in the church. Eventually, we're going to get to the Jerusalem Council, but it resulted in the church saying, hey, everybody is welcome in. By the way, that's the church catching up to what God had already been doing, really, and this is what you would have heard last, uh, this is what you would have heard on Tuesday, is what God had been doing all the way back to Abraham, and like the whole point is bringing all nations to himself. So this is not a new thing necessarily that God is doing by letting Gentiles in. This is something that he had planned for a long time, really since the foundation of the earth, honestly. Now, when this happens, these Gentiles start receiving Jesus and the Holy Spirit, and they, um, the, the leaders in Jerusalem hear about it, and they're like, uh-oh, we might have a problem. We've got to figure out if this is legit. So they send out Barnabas. Now, you remember Barnabas from Acts chapter, uh, at the end of Acts chapter 4? He is the son of encouragement. Um, he is the guy who is super encouraging, and Barnabas is another risk taker. Barnabas is the guy, um, there are several stories about Barnabas in the book of Acts, but Barnabas is the guy when, that, that always goes with the guy who's suspect, and we see it here. Barnabas goes to the people who are suspect, the Gentiles. He comes and reports back to the, the folks in Jerusalem, no, this is legit, man. I love these guys. We had a great time. We just ate barbecue all day long, like it was just pork, 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 and we were praising God while we did it. All right. Then notice at the end of this passage that he is now, he goes to Tarsus to search for Saul because Saul was having a problem because Saul was coming out and people were not accepting Saul. He was like, no, 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 seriously, I love Jesus. He's like, well, you murdered Christians. I'm a little bit afraid of you. Barnabas said, I'll take up for Saul. Saul, you come with me. I'll take you under, under my wing. And that's indeed what he does here in verse 26. And uh, for a whole year, it says they met with the church uh, this is this is Saul or Paul and uh, Barnabas, and they 
they taught large numbers. And here again, um, we uh, talked about this on the podcast a, a few episodes ago, um, just the idea that it is not large numbers we chase. Um, uh, when we went through this in, uh, I believe it was Acts chapter 10 or Acts chapter 9 or 10, um, it was the large numbers that came after a filling of the Spirit that came after being at awe of God, that came after a deep connection that allowed for peace and strengthening in the Lord. And here, what do the large numbers come after here? The large numbers come after the risk-taking. It is Barnabas taking a risk when everybody is saying, I'm not so sure about Paul, Barnabas goes out after him. And is that, I'm not so sure about this guy ministry that the large numbers come through. It is after the risk taking of the men who decide, you know what, we're not just going to play it safe with people who are like us. We're going to take this gospel message to the Gentiles too. City Church, application. Well, of course, the application is here for us as a church. We need to have our eyes open to take risk. We need to have our eyes open not to merely share the gospel with people who are like us, but share the gospel with people to whom others will look at us and cock their eyes and go, are you sure? Are you sure you can get through? Don't you know that person is murdered? Are you sure you can get through? Don't you know those people are not widely accepted in our culture or widely accepted in our church? Like, are you, you're going to hang out with them? You're going to talk to them? You're going to share the gospel with them? That is the kind of attitude that we need to have, a risk-taking attitude that's willing to go to people that the world does not expect that we'll go to. Or sometimes the church does not expect that we'll go to. City Church, let's do that. Let's do that in pursuit of the Lord, not in pursuit of large numbers. But in that, I believe that God will grow us. And so now let's respond to the Lord in prayer. Let's have a moment of silence before we respond. Our Father, risk-taking is so hard. It's like stepping out and just sharing. Just sharing the gospel with someone who's like us can be difficult. But sharing the gospel with people who are very unlike us, that can cause us um, a hit in our reputation. Or when other people are backing away for us to go out toward, that's difficult and we need a fresh filling of your Holy Spirit. Father, we need a repentance of sin so that we can hear you clearly, clearly to be encouraged by your Spirit to go out to those who really wouldn't expect us to do so. And that is, you know, in this passage, that's where the disciples were first called Christians. And in that spirit, we want Christian to be synonymous with people who take risks for others, sacrifice for others to get the gospel to them. Make that true about our church. We don't ask for large numbers. We ask for the things in our hearts and in our actions that, in the book of Acts at least, bring large numbers. Do that with us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. City Church, go and multiply the gospel.